Hi, I'm Georgina Hudson from GeorginaHudson.net. This podcast has been created to support you on your path of self-discovery, mindfulness and compassion so that we can draw a roadmap together that can help us align mind and heart. Today's topic is how to spend the holidays mindfully and lovingly. For more information about what I do and about me, you can visit my website on GeorginaHudson.net or my Instagram account, GeorginaHudsonG. My name, my surname and G. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, people? How are you today? We are finishing this year. We are in the last sprint of the year. And I cannot believe it, to be honest with you. And I I want to start by asking you a question. Is it only me? Or are there many people who feel uneasy about the holidays? (laughs) Today, I'd like to make a confession to share with you what I usually experience during this time. And also, I would like to read what you feel about the holidays. For starters, I can't help but sigh and think about my personal contradiction because I've always loved the holidays in the photograph. Honestly, I like the decorations, the lights, the markets, the Christmas carols, the shop windows and the Christmas movies, which are usually fabulous, really. And today, for example, I went to the Sagrada Familia with my father. The Sagrada Familia is near my house and the market was beautiful and I loved it. But on a deeper level, I have all sorts of mixed feelings. On the one hand, I yearn to live the holidays with a spirit of reflection and to create a special environment at home that is welcoming for my children, my family and my friends. But on the other hand, I have to admit that by mid-December, I start to feel a lot of pressure. I don't know, I, I can't stand running around to get everything done. And I have to admit something as trivial as never organizing very well with the gifts. And to be honest, and I feel a little embarrassed to say this, but I always end up shopping a few days before the Christmas day or or just the day before when the streets are packed with people. So it's not really very practical. And the feeling of overwhelm and nonsense that I feel has always felt very uncomfortable inside. And I don't know when I started rejecting the holidays, but for a long, long time, I stood on the renegade's side, really. I think it all started in my adolescence because I lost the hope I felt as a little girl when I believed in the magic of Santa and the Three Kings. I think that's it. That's the key. I remember feeling some anxiety and uneasiness when I had to pretend liking the holidays. My mother, may she rest in peace, was always my total opposite in that sense. She loved the big family gatherings, the details on the table and the walls, the Christmas trees and her huge crib. She prepared with a lot of time. Uh, She saw to the menu, the guests, the presents and a long to-do list that always puzzled me. Mm? And I, I am inviting you to think about me when I was an an adolescent or a teenager. And it makes me sad to think today 
about all these things because while my mother worked hard to make everyone feel comfortable and welcome, I kept complaining and I told her that the holidays were about something else and I insisted that she was moving away from the true sense of this time of the year, blah, blah, blah. And now I wonder who gave me the authority to put myself in the judge's role, to be honest. My poor mother was defeated between my father, who never did much, and her children who couldn't care less about what she loved so much. And looking back, I honestly think that I projected on my mother the disappointment I felt for not leaving the holidays with the hope and the joy that she did. Honestly, with a heart in my hand, I think I was making a projection. And this year, I think differently, and I'm going to explain to you why. But I hope that everyone does what they want from the heart. I regret having pointed a finger at those who spent the holidays in a brighter or noisier way than my minimal style. As I mentioned before, I think behind my rejection I was grieving because I'd lost the innocence I had felt as a child. And if I dig up a little deeper, I find some late rebellion in response to my feeling inadequate for being, between inverted commas, very sensitive. Because during my teens, my parents worried because I used to go through life feeling everything viscerally from my guts. And as a result, I swallowed my discomfort during the holidays because I didn't want to be a burden for my parents and because somehow I wanted to respect their feelings about the situation. In the end, I always gave in. And believe it or not, it wasn't until my last trip to Madrid and the ones who follow me on Instagram know because I I shared some photographs of that trip that I fell apart and I fell apart in a good sense, you know. I had been rigid, I had been tense. So suddenly I became more relaxed and I started to see things with different eyes. Uh, When I saw the endless streets lit up for Christmas, the people gathered to celebrate in advance. People celebrate a lot in Spain, but in Madrid... It was awesome, (laughs) the joy overflowing in every corner, that I was reminded of my mother and that she wanted the same for us, for her family. And I also felt the collective embrace of being in this together. We are all in this together. Because after all, behind all that happiness that I was, you know, um, witnessing, there must have been many who spent Christmas with mixed feelings like me. It is a little bit like the yin and the yang, right? On the one hand, there's the beautiful, dazzling part. And on the other hand, there's the inevitable awareness of the passage of time, of how quickly things come and go, the yearly balance that we usually make, the people who are no longer with us, and so many other challenges that you might be going through. So it isn't a time for much analysis, but to make room for all of our emotions. And the invitation from my side, from this space, is to flow with our feelings as a whole, without resisting what we don't like and savoring what we really do. And you know what else? 
we have the chance to spend these holidays with healthy intention. If you are going to purposefully celebrate with all your relatives and to eat and laugh out loud, go ahead, but do it with intention. If your intention is to spend the holidays more intimately with your closest ones, go ahead and enjoy, but again, do it with intention. Because the idea would be to wake up from the trance and the hypnosis that we feel, you know, when when we are told that we must smile and be happy and enjoy just because we are going through the holidays. But once we wake up from that trance, if we can leave everything with intention, if we can feel awake, then everything is, is okay. There is well-being in everything as long as we have our senses and our hearts wide open. But I think that is essential. So I hope that we are truly present these holidays. The title of this post is whether you love or reject the holidays. And I've decided not to position myself in one place or the other. And if you read my post from last Christmas, you're going to see that my invitation was to leave it more uh, minimally, more intimately. But this year I said, what the heck? As long as we are awake, as long as we are present, as long as we are doing things purposefully and intentionally, then everything is okay. We are all different. Hmm? My father has come to visit us, as I told you a little before, and I can foresee that it will be hard to live this Christmas with him and without my mother. But my intention, talking about intention, is not to cover that pain and in turn to open my soul to enjoy the immense gratitude I feel for my family and friends. And I also want to share the joy my children feel during these days. They find them fascinating. Um, So I hope that we can live with our senses wide open. And also, one more thing, I hope that we can pause between all the hustle and bustle of the holidays. And let me share with you a few words by Tara Brack that are ideal for this occasion. And I hope you pay attention to what I'm going to read because it's genius. She says, When we are speeding along, we violate our natural rhythms in a way that prevents us from listening to our inner life and being in a resonant field with others. We get tight, we get small, we override our capacity to appreciate beauty, to celebrate and to serve from the heart. It's like wonderful. I love this. So pausing is so important because as Tara Brack mentions, when we speed along, We violate our own natural rhythms in a way that prevents us from listening to our inner life and also being in a resonant field with others. We override our capacity to appreciate beauty, to celebrate and to serve from the heart. There are still a few days left, but let's start by preparing a space within us to live these holidays with kindness and with love. Next week, 
we are going to be near Christmas, I'll offer you a meditation to enter the holidays more mindfully. I really hope you liked this podcast. If you know someone who might benefit from it, forward it to them and invite them to subscribe. In this way, we can build bridges that bring us closer to one another with the best intentions. And also, your recommendation makes the podcast more visible to those who haven't heard about it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. And remember that we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well. I am sending you a big hug and until next week.